0: Welcome to the 13th episode of the Locals Only Bruh Podcast, brought to you by Sound of Hope Recordings, where we bring the music, you bring the hope. Also, this episode is brought to you by Their Audio. I'm pretty sure they have a slogan, but I don't know it today's episode is actually really cool not only is this number 13 but we get to announce some really cool and that is having a co-host he's been on this episode on these podcast twice you know him you love him he's the phenomenal amazing isaiah prather yo what's up <laughs> hey. dude i like hyped you up so big and that's how you come in i
1: know dude what can i say i'm an awkward guy. <laughs> so can we? Can we? Let's All redo right, it. Let's redo it from the start. We're just gonna go crazy.
0: No, nope, this, is this is it. You had your chance. Frater. No, you had your chance. All right, Isaiah. Who's our guest today? We got um,
1: we got Clayton and Jordan from Adore Mero. And yeah.
0: Mero, how are you guys doing? <laughs> doing good, man. I'm never,
1: doing? Yep. I'm never gonna get it right. I swear.
2: It's
3: okay. It's mayor of yeah.
0: So how are you guys doing tonight, dude? It's alright. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All
0: right. So let's just jump right into this. Uh, you guys can take turns. Whoever wants to go first. Um, how did you guys get started on music and like just your whole musical history from the point you started to where you are now?
2: Okay. Um, well, pretty much the band started with me. Um, I was in another band that uh, we had a we had a pretty big deal from a label. Uh, unfortunately, uh, that deal didn't go through, so it led to the band to break up. And then I started the idea of Medor Marrow um, with the vocalist of that band. Uh, me and him were both the ones in there. So like pretty much the band split into two other bands. Um, we started around the end of maybe December of 2013, going into the January of 2014. Um, From there, we were just like gambling around with some different ideas that we were writing. Um, We started with like a basic five song demo at first, and then we pretty much progressed through those songs into other ones. So um, after that, we wrote our first single, uh, Omens. So from there, we uh, pretty much we we recorded it with uh, producer Bob Swanson, who did stuff for Rings of Saturn, um, Ten After Two, a bunch of other bands from Samarian uh, Rise, and I uh, forgot what the other label he was working with. But uh, the guy's pretty much he's a he's a big legend around our area. But um, from there, uh, it was just me and Zach, and we were trying to fill up the spots. And then uh, after that single is released, uh, we picked up Jordan here. He was in a taking the distance. And then we picked up Max, uh, Max Juarez. He was a really good drummer from our area. And then everything just hit it off really well. So, pretty much how it started. started.
0: Nice. Um, Before we even get any deeper, real quick, I forgot to mention Jerry Johns is also on this episode again for like no reason, but he's here. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry, say
4: hi. Hold up, hold up, hold up. These niggas literally called me, they were like, hey. I was like, what? All right? I just showed up. That's it. (laughs) I'm just trying to beat my meat in peace. Like, I was on Pornhub. I was lit.
2: (laughs) He's watching it.
0: (laughs)
4: I'm trying.
0: (laughs) It's not the first time I called and ruined your night. Oh, for real. But, yeah, that's another story.
1: Yo, so for people who don't know who you guys are and what you do in the band, can you guys introduce your role in the band? Hey, Jordan, you want to go first?
5: Yeah, uh, I'm the bassist.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, we're going to have you leave.
3: <laughs> <right>. I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: kidding, I play bass, too. I love you.
3: Oh, man.
5: <laughs> I actually started off playing guitar in my other band.
1: But yeah, that's what I did, too.
5: I just I kept going... Uh, lower and lower with tuning to a point where I was like, I can't play on a guitar anymore.
0: There's no point for a guitar once you hit, like, drop G, right? No, 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 no.
1: double drop E.
0: Oh, God.
1: Sworn in type <laughs> stuff. <laughs> right. Uh,
2: so, pretty much, my name is Clayton. I, I play guitar, and I pretty much write. And, yeah, that's what I do.
1: <laughs> pretty much How would you guys distra- uh, describe yeah, your music? So- to people who do, who've never heard you guys before, uh, like ambient, like uh, yeah,
5: yeah.
2: we mix influences from gent ambient, um, some pop influence for like choruses ideas, and then really, really heavy deathcore. Um, That's one thing I'll say, you like, his
1: Choruses are huge.
2: In other words, uh, we also put in some other influences from deathcore, uh, but if you listen to a like a stylized of what our breakdowns are, we make some trap influence. So if you hear yeah. a variation of a breakdown that we do, the second time it goes around, it'll never be the same. And then the third time, I'll do something that uh, kind of like throws you off and then put some some like similarities to the first part of that. And usually we just go from there. And then chorus That's ideas, sweet. we usually keep it really simple. So you got to keep it very simple between four or five chords and then just make it catchy as possible. And that oh, point, nice. it's all the clean. Thing- let them handle their business.
1: Well, I think you guys are doing well if you guys are going for catchy choruses.
2: That's good. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Mm.
2: Let's see. I don't know what else. Just... Oh, another thing we do, too, like within our music. Um, I like using a lot of uh, reverse melodies. So I use special, like, pedals and stuff to do a reverse delay. And then put a uh, forward delay on it with some... And then I'll do a bunch of tapping stuff around it and then you tap it out like you know two half times like that. It'll do a cool reverse that adds into these really weird abilities. And then if you put it, it, it just sounds really tricky. So Dude, that's cool. cool. Yeah, that's the best way. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to show you something. Um we have a our song Omens has like, like an example, but uh we're we're really called, right? there's a the verse it has
1: like the best example
0: of it, so. Check it out, oh, yeah. Where's Jerry at? He just like randomly
1: fell off. Jerry's never here. He's always
4: disappearing.
0: Woo. Dude, he's just, like, he's here for like two seconds, and then he'll go in, like randomly pop back, you with like the most hilarious thing you can think of. Yo, Last night, I was
4: trying to talk to my nigga. <laughs> Clayton, shut the fuck up, Isaiah. <laughs> this is Last martial. night, I, I,
0: I, I, Last night, I was
1: Skyping him, and he's just started doing push-ups now. out of nowhere.
0: Wow. I'm trying to there knock and like, running on the treadmill.
1: He was just looking nice. at a treadmill and sweating, and it really made me... That's in. it. <laughs> I <It> inspired <laughs> everyone.
4: I'm the next... G- I fucking can't talk. I'm the next DJ Khaled. Wait on it. That's it.
2: It's, another one, it's like... I dropped two more.
0: Two <laughs> 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 so, um, one thing I like to always ask is how do you guys promote yourselves? Because I mean, it's you, of course it's going to be social media, but do you guys do anything else that's kind of different that sets you apart in the promotion area?
2: Uh, somewhat. I mean, Jordan does a really weird thing he just like he posts up flyers everywhere
0: you know and like unlikely places that you would never expect um like flyers for shows or flyers that just say hey check us out both he does both
1: um dude that's there's cool.
0: A, I i've been heard of like uh, just like the check us out ones before
1: yeah it's, now, you, it's a little what
0: do, do we you guys was,
1: um oh, never mind you
2: can go all right man. uh so in our area of sacramento there's like we live in a really really urban area where pretty much the surrounding cities have like major, major scenes. Um, for example, like Roseville, the Galleria, we, we, we usually promote our stuff over there. That's where all like the uh, all the, the, the rich kids and stuff are, the ones who are always checking out music over there. And then um, where you would say the ones who are more urban city like, the ones who are in the Tumblr stuff, like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: know, yeah. um, Mall will post stuff around there. Um, but that, you know, these different areas, like their actual, like, like neighborhoods post up on their, uh, their mailboxes and stuff. So they have to look at it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's one way. And what then,
0: you- one- um, is that like ever an issue, like doing it on people's mailbox or anything like that? Like, has anyone ever told you anything like, yo, get off of my lawn, don't touch my mailbox.
2: Never. I did that to a to a couple and actually some people like started following us on like instagram like our personal pages and like came out the shows like our very first show that we played on we packed that place we filled it up
3: yeah it's so, pretty sweet people like, were like easily pretty
2: was, good like, with it yeah dude our first show like for the other bands it was pretty sad there was like maybe 15 16 people in them so most people that's like oh, yeah. for most people. but when we got in there it was like 60 to 70 people showed up like the whole hall was done and then like outside the doors there were people there. It was pretty cool.
0: Dude, That's, nice. That's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, our our first show was really, really, really lit.
1: Now is your guys' metal scene up there pretty good?
2: Actually no, it's actually really really bad right now. It used um, to be. It used to be really cool. Um, but I say this with like grace meaning. Um, it's really click based up here So like if you're friends with people who are you know, they got like a like a status for themselves. That's the only reason why people would come, up. and it's really sad.
4: Um, that's kind of like fortunately
2: we stay away from that.
0: Uh, do you guys know the band Faint Silhouette? Who? Faint Silhouette. Faint
2: Silhouette. Are they around here? I don't know. No, it sounds familiar. I may have seen it, like maybe on Facebook or something.
0: Yeah, because they're they're from Sacramento too. So that's the only reason I ask.
2: Probably. I mean, I've maybe seen them around. I don't know. I, I know it sounds familiar from, like, Facebook, so probably. So, but I mean, the metal scene out here is, like, it was dying really bad. Now it's starting to take off again. It's starting to, so it's getting pretty
0: good. Oh, you guys got a little pupper. What's the pupper's name there?
5: Uh, this is Lily. <laughs> Mine. Mine.
0: Boy. Dude, my girlfriend would absolutely love it just because she's a huge fan of pugs. So
3: am I, oh my man! I got
5: two. Oh, there's the other one.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh god, there's two.
4: <laughs> this nigga has two. Whoa! <laughs> two. Hey buddy. Jesus.
0: Oh Isaiah, what were you gonna ask them?
1: I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it was because like when they were talking about promotion, you had a question. So oh yeah, but you yeah. Might still have it. Um,
1: it was you already asked it. It was about how people kind of responded to that.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Because I feel like around my parts, if people were doing that, they'd probably get shot. Yeah, I, I
3: live think. In New Mexico. I,
1: well, my area has so many bands, and it's like just in our area, there's eleven hundred plus um, metal bands in just Northeastern Ohio. So, like, our scene is very, very filled up. So, like, people don't really take to certain promotions certain ways. So you got to kind of be really smart with how you do it. One of the really
2: coolest ways people are getting flash drives now for, like, the custom ones for, like, 2 or $3, and they're putting their music on it, and they're actually leaving them in certain places. Wow. You can try that. Dude, that's cool. People will find them like a... Like, yeah. I
5: mean, there's always it's just old-fashioned how you always do it. Go to your local shows, meet people, talk to them, promote your band, hand out CDs, stuff like that. I mean, when you engage with people, they're more likely to actually check it out and listen to it because they're like, oh, that guy was nice. He, You know, actually talked to me. We hung out for a while and shit. Like, I'll give his band. I'll, I'll check it out and see if I like it, whatever, but...
1: that's kind of how how it works for like my area if like you send a copy paste message just like pretty much any area no one cares if you don't if there's not a a sense of relationship there you got to kind of build that rapport and then you gotta kind of work on it slowly but if you work on it slowly yes it's going to take longer but it's going to be way better for you in the end so you know yeah
2: exactly it's you got to look at it as this, friendship over numbers because the friendship one, they're like, "Oh, these guys are really cool and stuff like." I'm going to talk to my friends about them and then when their friends come up and start talking too, they're like, "Oh, wow, they're really nice." Well, yeah, it's that's stuff. the that thing way, is. That's how you build drones.
1: You you don't really want the fans that are going to come to one show and kind of be done like around here we have this one band A sense of purpose. They're they're literally killing it out here and they have this they have this girl who they it doesn't matter where they play. That she will get there just because she has built, you know, these guys have built such a good relationship with her that she just can't wow. miss a show. Like, she's... Is that the new age? Even... What was that?
2: Is that the new age? Uh, yeah. Yeah, those guys are cool, dude. I love those guys. 3P was sick.
1: <laughs> yeah, I
4: mean, oh, she yeah, gets to every, every show. It's
2: crazy. And, like, stop for a second. You guys no. still there?
4: Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, bitch.
0: Um, oh my god, Jerry, <laughs> um, the only thing I would feel like with that thumb drive thing you were saying is I feel if you, you would actually have to hand them out and not leave them in random places because I feel like no one would actually plug a random thumb drive into the computer for risk of virus. Some people would a bit, I mean,
2: I've, I've tried it one time and like I had someone like, oh dude, I just found this set like, well, one of our local venues is the colony. And there's always people in there. They have, like, games there. Um, they have all kinds of shows going there. There's, uh, what is it, the Colony, the Colonial Theater. There's uh, Cafe
5: Colonial. Uh, Cafe Colonial, the Colonial Theater, and the Colony, all three separate things, but they're all right next to each other in, on the street.
2: The uh, Cafe Colonial, that's where, like, you leave one at. And people, they always bring their laptops in there. So one time I left
5: an actual, like, one that I bought. It was, like, for cheap, like, $2 and so on that yeah. just goes back to that same point of engaging people that's the biggest thing it's all word of mouth that's how bands spread that's how it's always been before you yeah, had social media and everything it was all word of mouth exactly like Metallica and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. in the Bay Area they're like dude you see this fucking band in like
2: yeah, word of mouth around you like will 10 people then a fucking 100 people and we will spread the fucking LA and then doing in the next year sort
5: of, you know, people, I believe, to talk to other people about your band all your band for you and everything. If they get a sense that you're all good people and you, they know that you're interested not only in just doing the music and getting popular, but the people that listen to you and make you get popular.
2: Yeah, and that's pretty much what it is. It's like I I write music just because I think it's cool. You know, um, anyone who's ever like thought my music was really cool and shit, like I've always stayed friends with them. Um, and it just, it just goes from there. I don't. Me personally, I don't really care to do anything with it or not. um but it, it's cool to do that, you know, with my old band and uh, I'm not gonna say the name of that band, but um, you know, I went on many tours, you know, across the States. And then before we finally got like I can't really say the, the label out loud because it they can get they can get me in trouble. But the said label, um, you know, when when they caught our eye after like our fourth or fifth tour, I think uh I think it was our second national one. You know, they found out, like, how we play our shows and stuff and how crazy we are. That got their attention, you know? Um, the next thing, you know, word of mouth, when you put on a really good show and you get people there, they're going to be like, dude, holy shit, you see that fucking drummer, dude? He was like, it, it's crazy. You see that guitar player, like, look at what, what he's doing. Or that bassist dude, he was, like, throwing his fucking bass all over the place and everything. You got to act crazy, you know? Yeah. When you actually put on a show, not play music. Play music, but people don't want to see you stand there, you know, actually put on a show. You know, if people wanted to listen to music, they're going to go home and put fucking earphones in.
0: Yeah, dude, that's people one thing I always music, believed in. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. anytime I go to a show and the band's just standing around, I feel like I wasted my money. Whereas if I go and I see these guys just freaking out and just having the time of their lives while playing music, then I feel like I'm actually getting a show.
2: And you'll actually like one of our shows, and then. So <laughs> Dude, you guys have to live ahead. stream
0: one of them so I can check it out.
2: Uh, we have some videos that we haven't posted them yet, but, um, we have some, some videos. Uh, we, we, need, we
5: need to get better video, a better quality, not on like an iPhone.
2: Yeah.
0: I <laughs> uh, got you.
5: Yeah. That's another thing out here. Like
2: in Sacramento, there's, uh, a <laughs> some of the people who like, if you ever look up YouTube, um, BVTV or, uh, what's it? what's the other one? Um, what's the other one that, What's his name? This
4: Caliber TV.
2: Caliber TV. That's another one. Yeah, was my, uh, we, yeah. we know all those things. So like,
3: yeah,
2: you know they have huge YouTube channels and stuff. And they go to literally every show. Um, you know, hitting them up is pretty cool, but you know, they're really busy. But uh, if you can find like a really good photographer that's also a videographer, you just do you know, like just, you know, like, hey, you know. Uh, we have a name you have a name Um, we're still we're like at the same level of like what our name is going out there and stuff why don't we make a deal for like a year like i'll pay you you know like 1500 for a year and then uh you know exchange for that you know 15 shows or something like that You you do something like that and that's how you get your quality out there um fortunately we've we've talked to a couple people like that and we're actually in the midst of doing that but uh it's also getting some of the shows out here, too, because some of these uh, venues we have to travel for. We just had uh, two venues closed down where a lot of people played. But um, the next major ones are like Ace of Spades. The Boardwalk just got revamped.
5: Um, they're revamped, but they're not really going towards like the metal scene. So,
2: yeah, it's very rare, but when they do, it's they're really huge turnarounds because you know, everyone's going to them. Yeah. So, on yeah, those are really fun. But,
0: yeah. So for, you guys have recorded some stuff, you have the EP out, can you give any tips to any bands who are barely going into the studio for the first time? Because, I mean, it's intimidating going into the studio, trying to make sure everything's coming out well, you don't know if the producer is going to be cool or if he's just going to be a complete dick. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: Alright, I'm, I'm, I'm not laughing at the question, though, I'm laughing at because I know some producers that are like that. Um...
0: I think we all my, do. <laughs>
2: yeah, some producers are just assholes and they think, you know, everything when it comes to recording, you know, fortunately with our producer, Bob, I mean, I've recorded not with him before, but with other producers and I've recorded on my own. Um, Jerry knows that. I've, I've sent him a bunch of stuff before, but, uh, if you do not know anything about recording um, and this is your first, you know, single you're going to put out there, um, I would recommend, you know, asking some local bands like, Hey, do you know what producer you go through? What rates do they are? And how are they like? How do they act? Um, Bank Studio Nick, he's a really really good producer out here. He's in the Bay Area, and everyone is going to him right now. They went from went from Bob to Nick. Uh, so for Nick, for example, uh, my friends, you know they they were asking around, saying, Hey, you know, how's he? How is he? You know, what does he charge? Um, how is he in person? And he's all really good. You know, attributes. So, so. When they went to him, you know, some of them didn't even know what the process was to work. But he said, all right, he broke it down. Like, OK, look, we're going to start drums first. um, us to play to click quick track. Then we're going to do guitars. Then after that, we do bass and, you know, vocals. Um, if you do not know, ask your, ask your producer that. Like, hey, man, you know, ask you to pay them
5: like $50 for a song. Yeah. I know? mean, it, the biggest thing is do your homework. Ask yeah. around and just make sure you're not getting screwed. <laughs> straight up yeah and i mean when you're in the studio don't be afraid to ask the producer questions you don't i mean it, especially if it's your first time you don't know what's going on it doesn't make a difference anyway you, you know you just you're learning yeah you know if
1: biggest thing in, i can recommend
5: biggest,
1: yeah biggest thing i can recommend is be i would ask as many questions as you can before going in so you can be prepared and also learn your material nothing Hold wastes that, more can, money than not understand. knowing what you're doing
5: that, I feel like, should go
0: without saying. But, unfortunately... So you'd be
1: surprised how many people don't think about it.
0: Yeah. 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 Dude, you have no idea. Yeah. I've had a deal with someone recently who didn't know their parts, so...
5: <laughs> it's very frustrating. It's, it's yeah. happened. Yeah. You know, it's, it's happened. My um, other big tip is uh, bring beer with you. <laughs> Makes everything better.
2: Some producers are really cool. Like, Bob is like that. He'll let you bring a beer or two. Um. After you record your parts, not when you record. <laughs> oh, are you um, kidding me? My last band, I was probably buzzed when I recorded everything. <laughs> My advice to anyone's: don't, don't go there buzzed yet. Make sure you have your parts down. Make sure you can play to a click. Make sure you put on fresh strings. Make sure you have your cymbals polished. You know, and go through the song that you're recording at least you know five or six times to make sure you have it down. And if you mess up here and there, it's fine. You know the producers are going to be like, "Oh, okay, do part over. Look around, do your homework, and be
5: prepared. Ask questions if you don't know what's going on, and relax." Yeah, don't get intimidated. I mean, quick, the producers you deal with Real quick, you guys
0: are breaking up with- a lot. Um, is there anything that we could do real quick to kind of fix it? Because that whole part we—it was hard to understand it just because it's breaking up so much. Yeah, it's breaking every, up on like, all of our
3: now.
0: ends. Okay,
2: how about this? We can call you back in like a second. Um, let us get this yeah yeah, for sure
0: all right man real quick isaiah how do you feel about being the new co-host of the locals only bro podcast
1: i mean i was eventually gonna ask to to join in anyways man so yeah
0: i'm happy i'm happy you came aboard dude i really really i'm really happy that you came aboard
1: oh yeah i am too i mean i feel like this this is you know something i can do to kind of help out other bands in the local scene i already messaged a band today see if they wanted to get on and they're definitely interested so we're gonna see if we can move forward with that and then you know see where that goes
0: yeah dude and one thing that's really that's gonna be cool about like us partnering up on this is if like say one friday i'm not available or something like if i go out of town and you're still available you right? could just do the interview yourself yeah hey yo dude.
2: is it better now
0: yeah so far
2: Way better. all right Okay, so to, to repeat what we just said, um, if you're the first and you've never recorded before and you're looking for a producer, do your homework. Ask around to all the bands that are in your area. Hey, who'd you go to? Um, how much do they charge? What was the experience? You know, nine times out of ten, you know, they're gonna answer you like, "Hey, you know, this was it. Um, do this." Now, to prepare yourself to go into the studio, make sure you pay your producer in full. Please do that. They appreciate that more than anything, and they will actually you'll build a better relationship if you pay them in full and let them know what you're, what you're looking for. Change your bass strings. Change your guitar strings. Make sure your batteries are changed. Change your drum heads. Um, make sure everything's tuned. And don't do it the night before. Do it like a day or two before, um, just so that way you let your strings sit and let your drum heads sit for a second. So that way they're not you know, smacking. They're uh, constantly got to tune them. You you know? want to change
5: the strings a day or two before and play around with it so they're not, break them in, you know, break them in a little bit.
2: Yeah. You know, and nine times out of ten, if you're going like in the studio for a week at a time, um, they're going to change your strings every day. And before they start recording, yeah. they make you record or they make you play into your strings for like an hour before that. And that's what I've seen. Like Nick will do that. He'll make yeah. you like play into about two hours. He's a guitar player too. If you're not doing it right, he'll do it himself. And that guy shreds. He's like, <laughs>
3: but
2: yeah, that's pretty much what they do. Now, after that, um, some producers.
0: Ooh. Oh yeah, did Ooh. they? Did they just cut off? Yeah,
1: they're
5: back.
2: Oh, they're back. Cool. Well, Someone called me. My bad. Um, oh, dude, it's cool. After that, <coughs> um, drinking talking.
0: Yeah, drinking is- talking about uh, him shredding.
2: Oh, Nick, yeah. Well, that's that's the producer Nick out here. He's in a he has Fang Studios. Um, if you don't break your strings, in, you know, he'll shred over it. You know, and that's just a break of mid. Um some producers are cool about you drinking and smoking but not all of them are so if you're gonna do all that do it outside the studio just to respect them if some of them are cool and they're like oh yeah you know i don't care
5: you gotta ask you ask, ask just, them. if you just walk in there beer already open smoking they're gonna be like fuck you dude like dude get out of my studio <laughs> you know?
0: if you're a Vul- yeah because like if you're Vul- like the way i kind of think of it is like yo this is our livelihood in a sense don't like, at least ask because I mean there's always that risk of hey I don't want you spilling your beer all over my equipment and ruining everything yeah. I've worked so hard to get
5: well see and that's that's another thing is you gotta you got to be respectful you know ask them
2: it's their it's their space because if you're if you're a dick
5: they're not gonna want they're not gonna record you again
2: oh and another <laughs> huge tip: if you're, you're recording with this producer for the first time um, they're gonna be watching you really heavily because producers they own their own business you know, they want to build a relationship down the road, you know. Don't be, don't kiss their ass on top of that, you know, because they hate that. But, you know, just be yourself. You know, don't disrespect their things. Don't, you know, disrespect yourselves around them either. And don't disrespect them in general, you know. Because yeah. that producer who you think is a dick, you know, could be, you know, one of the coolest dudes outside of that. You know, he may be a dick in the recording process, like, dude, get your parts down. Or look at, you know, you're out of time, do this part over. Or, okay, you know, you're, you're slightly, you know tuning is a little off tune up again you may go through the part a hundred times but at the end of the day he's doing a good job for you You know so don't personally get pissed if he's telling you like redo your parts you know nine times out of ten it's
5: yeah a better product
2: just listen to what they're
5: they, they know what they're doing more listen than you it. do
2: yeah.
3: so
5: just listen to what they're telling you if it gets annoying just suck it up and do what you have to do because they know what they're doing they're good at it so and you're paying them yeah exactly you know? So don't, don't go in their
2: studio like, oh, I just did this like five fucking times. You know what you're doing? Like, They're just going to be like, okay, well, you know, fuck you. Get out. I'm keeping your money at the same time. You know, some of them are like that. Or, you know, some just be like, okay, just don't come back and they'll blacklist you. You know, just be respectful. Change your strings. Make sure you know your parts. And on top of that, you know, if they do a good job, you know, spread their name around, too. And nine times out of ten, they'll spread your name around, too. Just build a relationship.
0: I really like your guys' outlook on this because, I mean... From what you guys are saying, like that's just really nice to hear, and actually really refreshing to hear that bands are kind of catching on to, like the way that producers the way we want things in a sense. Exactly.
1: I find a lot of bands don't understand that they have to be a certain way because, like, obviously being in a band is fun, but at the same time, when you're when you're wasting, you know, when you're spending time with a producer, you know, this is their job, and they want to make sure they're getting enough work done. So, there is time for play, but there's also time where you really need to cut in serious and just be like, "Hey, maybe tonight i I shouldn't be stupid. Maybe I should make sure I'm de- getting down these parts, so when I go into the studio tomorrow, I'm gonna be completely prepared, ready. I'm gonna be ready when I walk in. I know the exact situation, what's going on, so there's no confusion. There's no wasting time.
2: exactly, you know and ask them, because at like it, the same point you know some of them are like drums first, you know, some go bass after that.. Um, you know, just ask them what their process is. So that way you, you go to each member and say, hey, you know, make sure you get yours. You'll be first, you'll be second, you'll be third. So that way there's no confusion, you know.
1: Yeah, it's really nice having a set schedule for things so everybody knows when they're going to be there. So there's no confusion. So, you know, one guy doesn't show up and the producer was like, hey, we were supposed to record this guy today. So where is he at?
2: Exactly. Don't waste their time,
1: you know. I mean, you also got to remember as a band, if, you know, most likely the if they you know, are kind of at a point where they're getting more work, they're going to be charging an hourly rate. And yeah. not only are you wasting their time, but you're wasting your own money if you don't know what's going on and you're not prepared.
2: And that's another thing, too. Some producers will charge by the song and then some will charge by the hour on top of the song. You know, they'll charge yeah. you. I think, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> One song, <laughs> you know, if you're a cool with the producer, you know, they can charge you 250 for a song to like, you know, a brand, depending on who it is. And then others, if they're. If, if you've been a dick or one mer- one member has been a dick and then they're just gonna remember that one person they're gonna screw the whole band over they're gonna be like okay yeah well I'm charging you guys 50 an hour um, and we're going eight hours today you know and then it's like okay well you get guitars and drums done bass isn't done now okay when well, you need to book another day which could be two or three weeks down the road you know and then on top of that you're still getting charged hourly you know and just build a relationship be respectful
1: yeah I mean I I do charge by the hour and then I have a mixing cost. But at the same point, I'm very upfront with that. And I'm like, hey, this is the amount of time it's going to take most likely to get things done with a little bit of wiggle room. But, like, you know, you just got to make sure that you're upfront with that stuff because if, you know, you want to make sure that that's in their budget. And if it's not, we can kind of work something out. And then maybe it's not the right person for you. But at the same point, you know, those guys that are charging hourly usually are ones who really – get their stuff done quick because obviously if you're charging hourly if you're you're wasting the band's time they're not going to want to come back to you and they're not going to even want to finish a song with you because if these are the kind of guys that are going to charge by the hour but they're going to keep it going when they take their smoke breaks or you know when they're doing whatever then that's the kind of guy you don't want to work with because they're just trying to steal your money exactly you also you definitely want to look in and talk to bands that you they've worked with just to kind of see if this guy's you know the right choice for you that's
5: what i did with a couple other bands before yeah. well I mean in the charging by the hour and everything that just goes right back around to being prepared because if you're not prepared you're just going to screw yourself you're going to spend way more time in there pay way
2: more way money harder
3: yeah
5: and it happens you know yeah some producers
2: after that they get the single done you know then they'll blacklist you and they're like yeah never come again you know and it happens you just be prepared um, but yeah that's ultimately it just change your strings be prepared um, be respectful you know at the end of the day you're building a relationship don't use them but you know They're human beings as well. You know, let them do their job and you do your job. That's it.
3: Yeah.
0: So to get back to you guys on this one, what's your favorite part about being in a band and playing shows and just the overall lifestyle of this?
2: You wanna go with this one? (laughs) Me and you are the only ones who have like touring experience.
5: Like outside. Uh, (laughs) Best part is touring and being on stage. I mean, playing the music and everything that's great. Writing the music, it's fun, but Actually being on stage, um, regardless of what you're playing, just the fact that you're up there, everyone's looking at you, and if you're doing a good job, everyone's having fun. It's an amazing feeling, especially if you're on stage with people who you like and enjoy being around. Yeah. It makes the experience way better. And tour is awesome. I mean, you get to go to places you've never been before. You're hanging out. it goes like another thing. Back, Make sure you're in a band of people you actually can stand being around, because when tour comes, you're gonna want to kill each other.
2: Yeah,
5: <laughs> you're stuck yeah. real close. Especially if you're, you know, you're a band just starting out. You're probably in a small van. You're all packed together for a couple weeks, and it's just you guys. That's it. You're yeah. together nonstop, 12, thirteen hours a day. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, yeah, so, and, I can I can definitely attest to that because when I uh, I did fill in for a band called Defy Reality back about two years ago. And we were—we took an F one fifty out on tour for two weeks, and we were all sleeping on each other's shoulders pretty much for two weeks. And luckily, we're all really good friends, so it kind of worked out, and we didn't all hate each other. But at the same point, it when you guys are that close quarters, you got to make sure they're definitely good friends because that makes that stops you from getting too crazy on each other, and you know, at least being able to control yourselves a little bit better.
5: Yeah, and it—it's it, it, gonna happen. I mean. Eventually, people are gonna get annoyed or whatever. You just gotta realize it's not a big deal. But it, when you're when you have that many people in that small of a space for that long period of time, someone's gonna get pissed off at some point.
3: <laughs> you know? It's
5: it's inevitable. But you know, you just gotta realize it's not a big deal. The way someone ties their shoe could
2: piss you off, like right? Like well, you double knot. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you
5: Dude,
0: like I haven't even been on tour and I get upset with people that way half the time. Oh <laughs> so. yeah,
5: no, yeah. I mean, aside from all of that, tour is great because you're you driving around and you're seeing all kinds of places you've never been. You get to see, meet all these new people, have them listen to your music. And if, if you have some of them a name for yourself, you get to go to a place you've never been and meet people who already know who you are and like what you do. And that's trippy too. It yeah. really is. Like. When you write something,
2: and me actually being a writer, not only for my band, but for other people as well, I have also ghostwrites for other bands out here. Um, but like when you see people just coming up with like a riff that you think might even be like, oh, this is pretty cool, or like, you're like, oh, you know, this will do pretty well. I think this is pretty awesome. And then when it explodes into something you never would have imagined, that's even more humbling, you know? Uh, like, that's a, that's like, Rise of Like I, I was like, oh, this is a pretty good song and stuff, couple of really good parts in there. And then, like, the people who, like, really heard the beginning half of it, and Jerry, for one, he's an example, um, I went live for, like, a day before, like, we recorded it, and, like, the response it got was really insane. I never imagined it would be the response it did. And yeah, it's actually one of our slowest songs. Yeah, exactly, you know, it's, like.
4: Oh, yeah, Ras, Ras, Brito, something like that? Yeah, bro, yeah, that, Ras- that shit was yeah. fire.
2: Yeah, dude, <laughs> interesting with that one. It's like, very like, emotional. I never like would have thought that I got that big of the attention. Like literally, um like I, I won't also say the label either, but or the the manager that we worked with, but um they uh they messaged us and was like, yo, that was really cool, but don't be showcasing your stuff. And was just like, Well, I'm not signed to you guys, but oh well. But yeah, but I mean they they meant well at times. But um yeah, at times. But uh <laughs> But, you know, the response that it got, not only from them, but, like, also people who have been following us from, like, Omens and with friends like these. And then from our demo phases, like, they really like that more than anything else. But uh, circling back to that, that's one thing I would say being a band. Like, one thing that you never would have expected would have gotten, like, blown up. When it does blow up, like, the response it gets is really, really humbling. You know, and don't, don't, don't get an ego either. Just be like oh, you know, that's cool, thank you, like, and you take it with a grain of salt and just understand that if it impacts someone that deeply, respect their emotions, because you don't know what they're going through. You know, that song could have helped them through something.
5: Well, I mean, the biggest way to, to get that kind of connection with people and get that response is you have to put, you have to pour all of your emotions into what you're writing. Exactly. You, have to be, you have to be completely vulnerable and put yourself out there into the music, because people respond to that. Yeah. Be honest with your lyrics. Sure. Be honest with your like music. Like me, I come
2: from a really melodic background. Not like hardcore, like, duh, 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 like that. I mean, I come from like actual chords who have like emotion behind them and then actual lead lines, you know, when you listen to them, like, oh, wow, that made me feel something. That's how I put, you know, music together, you know, and then when you put lyrics on top of that that are honest, it's like, it, it's, really, it's really hard to explain to someone who doesn't really like to other people who don't know it, but when you're an actual writer you you know what i'm talking about you know and then i guess let's it. say let's say for example jerry uh, say, no you <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> no. so our single like these was you know i had a best friend that you know i i grew up with for 12 years i knew this guy from you know i was a little kid to like adult years um the dude screwed me up really bad you know, and I wrote that pretty much about like just a dying friendship, you know I never would imagined this dude like, you know, fuck me over in the worst possible way, you know I'm not gonna get into the details, but uh, you know, it's hidden without in and out of the song. But uh, you know, When you put that out there, it's like, man, I can relate to that. It's humbling, you know, it's like I feel what you're feeling
1: Yeah, I think it's a, I think the best Real thing hard. you can do as a band is just be honest because anybody can write cookie cutter, you know, music but the second you know you can really reach deep and de- like deep down inside yourself, I think that's like the biggest thing that really speaks to people because no one cares to hear you know the same old lyrics spread over again. But when you you talk about something about your life and kind of put your heart into it, some they can feel that you're being honest, and I think that's the biggest thing is just having that kind of integrity. I know, and, exactly. you
2: know, don't go for something that's already like been written. You know, try to try to put in your own words. You know, like. Really, just what goes on in your head and what goes on in your emotions. Put that down, you know. Because nine times out of ten, if you do that, more people respond to it. And if you're like, "Oh, you know, this band did this," I'm
5: gonna try something like that. You know, just be honest with yourself. Well, it gets you way more following because if people. I mean, both musician and fan. You know, listening to the song, the musician people will connect with it. It validates both feelings because you musicians like other people feel this way, fans like you know they feel this way too. It creates a connection and more people are gonna get drawn to that. Yeah. the more emotion you pour into it, it people realize it, it's it's that connection. you get drawn like, wow, like I feel that way too, and it makes people feel better. yeah, and then meeting people on tour and everything, and you know they'll tell you all about this, you know they come up to you and they tell you you know how much they love music, all that stuff and everything and. It's just—it's this weird, crazy feeling. Yeah, it's un- it's almost undescribable. It's like only, it's like a mixture of just extreme happiness and like sadness at the same time. Because you're just like, oh, it sucks that there's all these other people that are going through all this shit, but you realize just how amazing it feels to be able to help yeah. other people through something that you love doing anyway. Yeah, exactly.
0: Dude, you guys make me want to play shows again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I haven't played in a very long time. Gary and
2: stuff, you know, his man and stuff. You know, maybe we can figure out, like, a tour or something. I don't know.
4: No. I'm trying to figure this out, boy. Hmm.
2: We can do it. You know, I'm from Chicago. You know, he's from the Bay Area. You know, we got connections all over the place. You know?
3: Yeah,
0: I can can definitely get, if you guys want to do, like, a South kind of tour, I can get you in touch with some promoters down in Albuquerque and stuff.
2: Oh, that's right. Hey, since you've, you're you in Albuquerque, you know the dudes from uh, Broken Side, right? Ah. You ever met them?
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know them personally, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Oh, I'm go- uh. I used
5: to love Broken Side when I was like 15. No shame. Whatsoever.
0: Dude, when I was in middle school, like Broken Side, dot Dot Curve, uh, oh. dropping a pop Locky, like I went through that crunk course phase real hard. Yeah, I actually- never went through that i met bro dude you're I lucky I'm
4: sure i still
5: have an autographed poster <laughs> i got pictures with me and those guys That's
4: a problem too.
0: yeah like the only thing i knew about them like because my buddy actually showed me their cds like yo these guys are pretty decent i started listening to them. i was like oh you know i can get into this right now and then uh he's like yeah they're actually a local band they're from our and so after that I kinda, you know, I had the soft spot for them just because hometown heroes going off getting signed doing album stuff.
2: What sucks is like they were really hated, like they even got death threats for like their music, you know, and they were just like, dude, we're like, we're not taking this seriously. We're just fucking around and people are like, Oh, I'm gonna fucking kill you, you know, because you gonna sound fucking like pussies and shit. And
0: the only reason why <laughs> didn't they have a beef with yeah. senses fail for a while? So what? they had a beef with census fail or at least uh, a <laughs> buddy Neil- nelson or something like that like buddy wanted to like legit That's fight them
2: i don't remember i never heard that but i mean that i i can understand it you know i mean they those guys dude, i'll
0: send you there's youtube videos of buddy talking about it and uh the dudes from broken side they even like addressed it in an interview
2: damn i gotta check this out
0: you're gonna have to send me a link after this i'll check it out. yeah dude i definitely will
2: so like i you're in albuquerque i used to live around there a few years back i used to live in rio rancho for like a brief like four months um
0: yeah so you're only 30 minutes north of albuquerque yeah
2: yeah i met the dudes out there at the uh what mall is that it's the cottonwood mall Cottonwood. yep
0: yeah 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 the one like where the food court like is like the ceilings like all upside down and yeah, yeah. weird
2: yeah. yeah that's cottonwood cool <laughs> see it's weird like it's even like situations like this like just moving or like toward, he's been there but like even what? like albuquerque oh yeah like I moved there for a short, brief period of time, but, like, even if you tour there and you, like, come across, like, a little thing like this, like, oh, yeah, dude, you saw this place and shit? That's what I'm talking about. You know, like, little situations like that where you connect. It's cool.
0: But, yeah. Yeah, I think, actually, I think you guys are the only dudes besides the guy from uh, Faint Silhouette who's actually been into New Mexico. Uh, I know all about it, man. It's just,
5: it's... I was there on tour. We weren't there very long, but...
2: There's a lot of fucking UFO settings out there, too.
0: It's well, crazy. Yeah. That's what I they it. claim.
2: Yeah, dude, it's creepy. Like man, I was down out down in Roswell. Man. Yeah, man, it's like my ex out there, she used to be like uh this this alien fanatic, or like her whole family was,
3: <laughs> was. No, <I> <laughs> dude, pictures out there.
2: They had like pictures of kids, like these weird ass fucking lights in the sky. It was strange. Oh my god. I was like <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like you know what i are talking about. Everyone out, out there's probably like, Oh yeah, Roswell. Uh. The sites. Oh I'm sure
5: everybody out there is probably tired of hearing about that shit. Or breaking bad and all that shit too, like
0: Oh my god. I'm so over the stupid <laughs> breaking bad tours. Hey, Everyone's
4: like, let's go post at the house.
5: You know, you know I still have to do that. I don't give a shit. I have to do it. <laughs> I didn't do it I was there. I still have to do it. Yo, you don't Dude.
4: even have to
0: you don't even have to pay for the tours. Next time you're in town, just let me know and I'll show you the places for free.
3: I just, <laughs> I just, I just, I just wanna
5: I just wanna stand out front of the house. Motherfucking heart style in front of the house that's all that matters um, dude i actually want to eat in some restaurants out there too i
0: mean dude, we have some pretty bomb, bomb food
5: i just got i just i just got to be at the house that's, that's like that's like the biggest thing you know or the fucking high school that's over i think they shot
2: some stuff for like high school musical over there too oh well fuck that yeah. <laughs> fuck that yeah
3: they did they, they
0: actually, uh, yeah. no they didn't shoot anything it was based in albuquerque yeah.
2: Uh, there we okay. go right. well there you go there's the why the, the fuck correction. do you know that Clay? because I have three sisters that fucking loved uh-huh. you
3: know uh-huh. high school musical yeah whatever yeah.
0: um yeah so do, so do I um yeah I'm not an only child <laughs>
4: <laughs> fun fact Albie has the soundtrack for high school musical I hate
0: you he's like
2: coming out of nowhere he's <laughs> like beating off that's what he's doing while he's listening he's like oh
4: yeah Everyone
3: dude he-, he just loves funny. the sound of our voices
4: yeah. That. Also, I also want to oh, put yeah. stuff in front of the house. Just saying, Breaking Bad was lit as fuck, fam.
0: But dude, I'm telling you guys, you don't need. Anytime you guys come to town, don't even pay for the tours. Just hit me up, and I'll show you around for free. What's so, up? So, I'm
1: down for
4: that. You're a real one.
0: A real. Thing. Um, but like how you were saying, dude. Uh, we actually have some really bomb restaurants out here, though. Like uh, Twisters. Did you ever yeah, yeah, eat would, there when yeah, you were? Yeah, yeah, the first Dude, there, the Twister burrito is so good.
2: Was, I was like, man, I was like, I never really thought. Or like Whataburger's down there as well. Yeah. We're like In-N-Out over here. This is like In-N-Out, sir. Like, yeah,
0: you guys have the In-N-Out. We have Whataburger, Dion's, and Twister's. Wait, oh, like
5: Dion's is good too. Yeah, Dion's is really good. Don't ever like try and say anything negative about In-N-Out Burger to someone who's on the West Coast because you'll get your head chewed off. Yeah, straight up. There's a dude, hipsters out here.
0: I've had in an In-N-Out burger and I like it's good. It
5: out here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've I never been out there, so I can't say anything. There's a there's a. Joke I don't know. That circulates. It's, it's like, like a
5: huge fucking deal. It's like,
2: hey, how the hipster you know burn his mouth? It's like he ate the In-N-Out before it was cool.
5: So you guys are fucking. <laughs> dude, <what the> fuck <laughs> Bro, I almost Bro, just like, I almost like, sped beer out my nose. Beer <laughs> out that shit right there. <laughs> I was man. like, why, are you, why do you know this? I was <laughs> yeah. like, two like, like, <laughs> main things in NorCal hipsters, hella, and In N Out Burger. And hella, yeah, hella. Hella, In N Out Everyone says hella. Like, yo, man, I was hella chilling
2: over here and stuff, man. Yo, man, that's hella lit. I just <laughs> love him. Hello. He says hella. He's in New York, but he says, yo, dead ass B. I,
4: <laughs> I do. Fact, my guy. He told me one time. He's
2: like, hey, yo, B. I'm like, what's up? Or, like, wait, Jerry.
4: Yeah.
2: What was that time someone, like, you asked the tuning in and they said B? And you're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> He's like, what is-?
4: <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Because, like, I was supposed to f- fill in for my friend's band. And I was like, yo, what tuning is this? He said B after, like, 12 hours. And I was like, yo, what's up? <laughs> He's like, yo, that's the tuning. He's like, oh, shit, I thought you were talking New York. <laughs>
3: Oh God! <laughs> I was dying. I was like, I'm so
0: I'm so angry. Angry. "Oh God, that this does shit. sound like Jerry." Jesus, yo, deadass. ass.
4: Shut I don't know what I'm on. Shit. <laughs>
1: Whatever you are, though, I want to be on it too. Yo, <laughs>
4: give me ten. Shit,
5: yeah, it is actually going.
0: So, what? A, good. What are your best food places that you've tried while you've been out on tour?
5: Oh, all right. Well, see, there's there's a problem with that because
0: when you're on tour, you don't really have a lot you're of. Now you're poor though when you're on, you're on tour. Yeah, you're, you're
5: you're eating McDonald's dollar menu and gas station hot dogs,
1: uh, bro.
0: Like, yo, that, that, that's pretty much lit. the
5: cuisine. Or I
1: pretty m- I pretty much lived it's at cheap. Taco Bell on tour.
3: Yeah, oh,
5: that's horrible. No, it was Jack in the Box, Taco Bell,
3: McDonald.
5: Wow. I mean, it, it anything cheap. Unless unless you're unless you're like big times and you already made it, you got to worry about it. You, money like food is it's
2: uh,
3: scarce.
5: <laughs> <It's> scarce. <laughs> you
2: know, even like I've been on tour, you know, national ones where it's like gone across like fifteen states. You know, first thing about that is like if you got to worry about your eating habit and like uh, your health. You know, sometimes shows drop, or sometimes they won't pay you the amount. Like they can promise you like a hundred bucks, and then like you'll get paid twenty. So it's like, well, shit. I got to balance, you know, gas money on top of that. and How we're going to eat? You know, split that amongst four or five people.
5: You know, and it's, well, hey man, you gas money comes before food. You yeah. can you can survive yeah. a bag of chips a day. Yeah, it, it, it's not going to be fun, but you can do it. I'll tell you this: the best diet plan. Go on tour. There
3: you'll you lose. Go, yeah. you'll, <laughs> lose wait,
5: you'll lose like ten pounds easily.
4: <laughs> at Jerry's. Yeah, that's going. about
2: it. The coolest place I've eaten at, um, in Montana. Up there by a uh, look up a uh, lakeside, there's a there's a restaurant. It's like a brewery. It's owned by a a famous hockey player. But it's called the Tamarack. This is probably the best fucking beer. The best burgers. It's it's amazing, dude. And wow. people may be like, "Oh, it's a little expensive," but it's it's worth the money, honestly. Where, where is that? Montana Lakeside. Oh yeah, Montana's like the beautifulest state ever. Like, beautiful, beautifulest. It. Yes, beautifulest. Beautiful. <laughs> Use real words, motherfucker. You know what? <laughs> <laughs>
3: but
5: nah, Yeah, Lakeside, Montana, Tamarack. That's the coolest place ever. I, I honestly, I, I can't really say anything because, I, like I said, it was fast food and gas station food for me. I wasn't—I didn't have the, uh, the luxury of going to a nice place. That was, like,
2: midway into the tour, like, three weeks in. Oh, we dude. had, like, a week left, and we're like, you know, we're just going to, like, splurge
5: <laughs> it was good i just turned 21 i did not have any fucking money and dude gas station uh coffee and hot dogs became my best friend
0: dude gas station coffee is the worst thing in the world not when it's the only the coffee only you got, yep.
5: got.
1: so <laughs> <laughs> about that large mcdonald's coffee for a dollar
5: oh yeah dude he's got
2: uh, hat. oh if you want to cheat if you're on tour if you go to mcdonald's and this is what me and my bandmates did. We all get like a dollar, like the soda amount, and we have like a bunch of empty like milk jugs or something like that. Or if you go in there and you go refill your shit, walk out the store, put it in there, and come back. Like each member <laughs> does it. Yeah, they won't question it because you're just chilling. You know, you're like, oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna go, go change some. One time, someone came up to me and was like, hey, you can't do that. I'm like, oh no, no, it's okay. I had to go take medication. <laughs> and then I came back and yeah, did it. But yeah, if you want to re- there you go. <laughs>
1: And this is oh, why these guys great. are winning. I haven't winning.
2: heard of that one yet. That's like the best way. I mean, don't tell McDonald's that because they might, you know, come after us. But yeah, that's the secret. <laughs> oh, yeah. McDonald's.
1: Nah, if, if they come after you, just be like, can I get a sponsorship, though?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> can I get a sponsorship? And I promise I'll never do this again. Give me like a month and a
2: half of free McDonald's and we're good. <laughs>
0: all right so like, this here's a fun question now i just thought of it talking about this if a fast food place can sponsor you while you're on tour who would you choose it to be
5: in and out in and out i would fuck around. i'm, tar- the I'm torn in and out and raising canes what the fuck is that it's mainly in uh nevada oh dude I it's the best fucking chicken place I've ever been to in my entire fucking life, man. Fuck that, Roscoe's chicken and waffles. No, L.A. Uh-uh, <laughs> yeah. uh-uh. I have, uh, I have, I've had Roscoe's. Shit's bomb, but if you want like chicken tenders, fucking Texas, toast, these like, fucking curly French fries, like the no, no, the the, uh, the crinkle. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, crinkle, yeah, 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 And then the sauce, the dipping sauce. Oh, fuck me, dude. Literally. Well,
0: like, they, if you like, want, they,
5: they have it. They have it in Reno. I will drive two hours. To go to fucking Reno right now for canes, and that's it, and drive home. That's how <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: that's pretty cool. I'd, I'd say In and Out for sure, of mine. I just love In and Out, really good because they have so there's so much on their secret menu, dude. Well, I mean, growing up in California, you kind of have to say In and Out. Cool. I mean, if you don't, Me, you're a fucking traitor. I grew up in Chicago, so like my heart comes to like a uh, Italian beef sandwiches, so like port- Portillo's. If anyone is from like you you're from Ohio, right? Isaiah, yeah, I am. All right, so if you go up to Chicago, man, Portillo's is around there. If You get that, like that's like prime time, good food.
1: You oh know? really? Yeah, yeah guarantee I mean, it.
5: The, I take an In-N-Out sponsorship, although I highly doubt they would do it because they're a Christian company. But Medora
1: Apparel—that's a lot. Nothing wrong with some metal. It's like
2: <laughs> 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 probably, but I mean they're cool. Zach would have been like, oh yeah,
0: Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah, like, Dude, what? Chick-fil-A for life. See, he knows
4: <laughs> Bro. This is why you get beat up.
0: Just, Bruh, no. <laughs> Dude, I don't even care. Dude, the best pickup line to get any girl to go on on a date with you is, hey yo, Friday, you, me, Chick-fil-A, get you some waffle fries, and boom, Chick-fil- they're yours. Chick-fil-A they really is yours.
5: Cool. I mean that shit that shit's awesome, but hey, I got a, I got a, I got a little story about Chick-fil-A. So I was on tour, I was in Utah. Oh, and goodness. I don't know. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Utah. I don't know if m- people know or not. That's like Mormon. Ca- that's like Mormon headquarters right there. Straight up. Yep. So we were, in, <laughs> I think we were in Salt Lake City that's and um, we, we walked into a Chick-fil-A and I think I had this was right around the time I had heard some story about, you know, like somebody employee or whatever in Chick-fil-A uh, kicking somebody out or doing doing something because they were gay. Like, there's some, some shit, whatever. And so the vocalist in my band, a friend of mine, is at the counter ordering. And so, so I walk up to him. And I put my arm around him. I kiss him on the cheek. I'm like, hey, baby. <laughs> just because I wanted to fucking see what the people there would do. And they all just, they just stared at us. No one said or did anything. But they all just looked at me. Like, I was devil. <laughs> and devil. And it was worth it. It was fucking worth it. I mean, it was hilarious. Dude, that's like, great. Yeah. Just like, why you
4: do that? <laughs> oh, he was
5: so uncomfortable, but it was hilarious.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What about you, Jerry and Isaiah? What places would you want to sponsor you when you go on tour for fast food? Taco Bell, Taco Bell, yeah.
1: No, I want to jump on that Chipotle because like a lot of bands are getting Chipotle sponsorships now.
2: Yeah, dude, I think Issues was like one of the first ones that were going for it.
1: Yeah, and like they, and when you get that sponsorship card, it's free food.
5: It's dope, dude. Fuck yeah. Like I I remember out of a sponsorship, I don't give a shit anybody. I don't care who it is.
1: Honestly, though, that cuts down on your cost on tour so much because, like, especially for someone like me who's, like, kind of a bigger – kind of a bigger dude. um, I eat a bunch and, like, the cost of food just gets so expensive. It does. And it adds up. I mean, it doesn't even matter, like, who you are. Like, the cost of food just gets crazy on tour because especially if something goes wrong. Um, I remember when I was on tour, um, I played bass. So, like, obviously strings are super expensive. And I was getting down to the end of the tour, and I was kind of out of money, and my strings broke. So I had no, I had no money for food for the, for the last week. Oh, so fuck like that. that's when it just gets bad, and like you hate having to be that guy. And luckily, you know, we made enough in tips that night, and the guys were just like, "Hey, we know you're in a bad spot, so you know, here's some money for the rest of the week for food." And then, like, yeah. kind of got through it, but you know,
2: like you our got always prepared. With me, I dude, if. if- one of my bandmates and stuff was ever, like, broke, and they're like, you know, I'd have to put some like, for the band first before anything. I would, I don't give a shit. I'd use my credit card for them, you know, yeah, if, I, if, to, if, if you I got know. the If I got the funds to do it, I'm going to help you out. Me, it's but like, if, I don't care if it's my last dollar, dude. If, if me and my bandmates are in the same fucking spot, dude, I'll spend my last fucking dollar if they're going to eat. Well, oh you know? I want to
5: make sure we both can eat. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, I'll be like, all right, dude, <laughs> all right. we're going to get this make double. Split it in half. I'm going to make sure yeah. you fucking eat. Dude. I'll share my food with you. I don't care. See when I was when I was on tour, luckily enough, I was on tour with one of my best friends. So I didn't give a shit. i was like, dude, buy me fuck, buy me some shit. Fuck you, buy me shit.
2: Like, so they were your best friends. Yeah, because it's, it's like, your
5: best friend. They're not, not going to say no.
2: Like, yeah, you know, and like my best friends like are pretty much these guys in this band, dude. If they're like, yo, dude, I'll suck your dick for that. I'll be like, man, take it. <laughs> Jerry's
5: probably the same. Way. Uh, I don't know who exactly. you're talking about, Zach. But, Clearly, okay. And Max. so you
0: take that shit and get out of here. <laughs> What about you, Jerry? Who would you pick
4: for a sponsorship?
0: Well, for fast food while you're on tour.
4: Shit, nigga, I don't know. Fuck Is with everything. Let me think. Is there something in New York, York that's like a about- very like dish or something? Uh,
2: deep dish for Chicago, New York.
4: Really? Yeah, thank I, don't, I don't know shit. <laughs> what, the fuck? what about mm-hmm. New York City again? I'll fuck you up. Hey, man, Chicago over here. What's up, B? You're right.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I took Taco person, Bell for real.
2: Internet friends for too long.
4: <laughs> that ass. Yo, bring that ass here, boy. We. I'm One
0: out of here, Lily. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, this has been actually really fun. Like, it sucked that we had to redo a little bit of it because of the audio cutting in and out, but I think we got back on track really fast and really well. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Is,
2: like, a lot better than I i imagine. I already knew it was going to be good, but I was just like, man, dude, like, time has flown by so fast. It's crazy. Yeah, dude, it really so at the time
0: I was like, oh my god, we've been doing this for an hour. <laughs> Damn, but man. still, not the longest one to date. Um, i think it might have been two episodes ago or maybe the last episode it was literally three hours long and i cut cut out so much audio and i think the one i uploaded was still like two and a half hours
5: damn dude that's crazy
0: i was yeah, like it was
1: insane
0: i was actually just wondering how long
5: we're like we're doing this not because i like want to cut it short or anything just because i don't want to make this like so super long yeah for you though i ain't got i ain't got shit no dude like (laughs)
0: honestly the only reason some episodes have been short like the one with andrew denef um that was just because he got called into work like last minute so like he could have straight canceled but he he was nice enough to still do the show um the other ones like the only reason they would be short is because i I really don't plan questions out to be honest i just go in and go with the flow of the conversation make sure everything's organic And, you know, if the conversation isn't happening that night, just, you know what, we'll just do it short. Maybe we'll try again later down the path. But the whole point of this is just so people can listen, get to know the people behind the music or behind the productions, and hopefully get you guys new fans, get producers new clients. I mean, that's the whole point of this.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's a good thing, too. It's just like, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch your back. But even then, like, even if this wasn't the case, like, personally how I am, even if I wasn't in a band, if like someone's like, "Hey, yo, check this out," you know, I do it. I check out so many like bands and so many podcasts and like so many producers work like on the daily. I literally have two Facebooks: one for like all personal people I know, and then one that's like strictly for promotion and stuff and like viewing what other people have. Like, see,
5: like I would do that, but I'm so lazy. It takes <laughs> it takes a lot. It takes a lot of like convincing to get me to do something because I'm like, yeah, but see, it takes effort for me to do that, you know, like. <laughs> That's effort I don't have. With me, it's like I check out
2: one stuff. I don't care like what the quality is. If you're like passionate about it, I'll check it out. I'll listen. I'll listen to music.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. Hey,
2: I got a question for you guys. For each. Yeah. What's up? Thing. All right, man. So you guys have all been in bands, and some of you currently are in bands. Now, what is the craziest person that's ever liked your page? And like, I mean, it could be celebrity status. It could be other band status, managers, labels, anything.
1: I have the um, the bassist from uh, Cannibal Corpse. When he followed me, that was the best thing ever. that's <laughs> right. And then I had Suicide Silence's bassist back when they were still doing the cool music. Uh, he followed me on Twitter, too.
0: That's fucking dope. Dude, I just let, like the intro when they were doing cool music. Like, yeah. That was perfect.
1: <laughs> this was like... Um, this was right before... Um, Eddie joined, so this is still when Mitch was still around. I wasn't even making yeah. metal at the time.
0: Just go it's ahead and throw just this a out. Promotion of, follow. Um, <laughs> you like I'm trying to think back when I was in a band. Like, what was the craziest thing? Um, I want to say maybe Garrett Rapp from the Color Morale liked the page eventually. Oh, that's dope, dude. That guy's so cool dude he's honestly like the sweetest guy in the world back when i was in high school um for my ap english exam uh we had to write some paper and i ended up choosing like censorship of music and i emailed him and i was like yo dude i have to do a high school essay about censorship of music can i interview for interview for this and he was nice enough to actually like interview me i got like an a on the paper and i went to go see them at a show and as soon as I went up to the merch table, he's like, yo, I recognize you from the email picture. Uh, what did you get on, like, what grade did you get on your paper? That's dope. And like, you think about oh, it, like it was like three oh, months oh. down the road. That's I was like, cool. dude, you that's remember cool. that? That's awesome. That's rad. See, that, that, that's what
5: I, I'd like to be like that. I aspire to be like that, but I know I have a shit memory, <laughs> so like, I want to try to be that guy who remembers everybody and real nice and everything, but like. I don't remember what I did two days ago, like, <laughs> when I meet people and they tell me their name, bet you anything, you ask me their name two minutes later, most of the time I'm going to be like, I forgot. I, I forgot. Bad <laughs> with names. How about you,
2: Jerry? I think Jerry?
1: another... Oh.
4: Oh? What was it, Yeah.
0: Who's... The, who's the greatest person that liked your band page?
4: Yo. All right. Story time. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Yo. Yo. all started Yo. Don't get me started. Who? Okay. <clears throat> it was about like two months ago. There was like this 13 year old that like liked the page. And then she oh, messaged, messaged the Jones. page. And I was like, yeah, for real. Austin no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no.
5: Craziest.
4: Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, this was, it was just weird. Cause it was like, she messaged the page. She was like, hi. I was like, what's up? You know, be nice. What's up? She was like I like music. I was like okay, awesome. Check this out. I sent her the link to Ipsum because that's what real niggas do. We send our <laughs> links. That's it. And then she she sent a smiley face. How the fuck are you supposed to respond to a smiley face? I am trying to know.
5: I hate that you're just like I, my my thing is you that's can't, all they say you can't continue the
4: conversation. What am I supposed to exactly. say to that? It gets, oh, it gets worse. haha, plug. But then, like, two seconds later, I just said, ha ha. And then, oh, wait. No, 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 no. She, this bitch had the audacity to be like, why are you laughing? I was like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are you laughing?
1: Music for like, sure a situation. One more time. <laughs> I. her <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I think I think the craziest one that's happened recently is you guys know we came as Romans, right?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So um, their bassist yeah. actually reps our merch at shows all the time, and we have pictures of them in our shirts. Dude, that's lit. I'm
4: that's cool. To send
1: it in the chat right now. Yeah, that yeah. stuff sent.
2: With us and our band and stuff, it's like you guys remember the guitarist Andrew Whiting from Attack Attack. Yeah. Yeah, dude, he likes our page and stuff too. Like, and it was really random. I just messaged him and was like, yo, dude, it'd be really cool if you liked our fan page. And he's like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. And he, like, checked it out. He, like, <laughs> liked the fucking, like, he liked everything on YouTube. He shared it around on his personal page and everything. And he, like, dude, that's and cool. he liked social medias. And he was, like, really, really fucking cool.
1: That's sweet. Like, hey.
0: Yeah, man. I was just like, I got JJ Cooper to like, uh, the old Kairos page because, uh, I think I've emailed him or something. I was like, hey, uh, can you check out my band and give us, like, tips on how to improve since you have, like, actual experience and we don't? So, like, he gave me some pretty cool tips, but, like, it formed pretty good friendship that way. That's
2: dope, dude. That's usually how it starts off, simple little things, man. You know, some of those guys. Honestly, like, some of those guys...
0: I was really amazed, like, he even replied because, like, looking back at it, I wasn't, like, I straight just asked for a favor right off the bat, and but he was cool enough to, like, help out with it.
2: You know, a lot of those guys, man, are just really normal dudes. Like, you know, I, I know some people that uh in, a, in our area, you know, that are, that have been picked up by some pretty big labels. Uh, you know the band Bro Job?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, who doesn't at this yeah, point? Boy. Yeah, dude. So, like, Howie,
2: he's in a uh, Ghost Eon. Those guys were like, those guys are really huge out here. But he's the new vocalist for that band, and, like, he's really, really humble, too. He's a really nice guy. I remember at shows, was like, awesome. you
4: were like, they were, like, fucking scream, you pussy! And he's like, <laughs> and
2: he just looks up and he goes, you won't. He always has, like, the funniest shit to say to him. One guy was like, I'll suck your dick. And he's like, well, you better come up here and present it. That's, a
3: <laughs> <laughs> You better
0: step up.
2: Dude, he's just, he's just a funny, really cool dude. But, yeah. Oh, unfortunately, dude, my phone is at fucking 2%. So it's about to die, man.
0: All righty, dudes. Well, it's definitely been fun. Um, before we wrap up, real quick, any last plugs you want to get out before your phone dies?
2: uh just check us out oh we have some sad news to deliver um uh, but we're gonna end it with a happy note though um unfortunately our vocalist has left the band um he's doing some other things in life that he wants to focus on so we congratulate him it's really sad for me you know i've grown up with that band in two bands but uh whatever music stuff he has you know follow him his name is zach you know follow his instagram follow his social medias always promote his music and stuff he deserves it he works hard um But on top of that, check out the EP. You know, if you guys know anyone else who would like our stuff, you know, like us on Facebook. Um, We have a whole lot more stuff coming in the works. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: All righty, guys. Well, this has been awesome. Um, So the song that we'll be playing from these guys at the end here is going to be called Omens. And here we go.